Hey, hey, habit thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Welcome to the Habit Thrive Podcast, a podcast helping women in their me now years create habits, routines, and rituals to live fit, fearless, and fabulous. I hope that you had a wonderful holiday season, and I so look forward to hanging out with you in 2024. I'm so grateful to each and every one of you for listening, for sharing your thoughts, and your reviews too. Thank you so much, but truly just for your interest and passion around living your best day and your best life. So let's dive in. In today's episode, I'm exploring the concept of enoughness. Not so much from the perspective of I am enough, as I do love this affirmation, but enoughness as it relates to our habits. Now they are related for sure. Some habits help us fill our cup of enoughness and some habits empty our cup. Finding the right balance can reduce our overwhelm and have us feeling more contentment and ease in our day. I find that January is the perfect time to explore this concept of enoughness, which is why this will be my theme for the January episodes. Right now it is early January, that sometimes challenging time between after New Year's and before things get back to normal, so to speak. Some people are off work, some have returned, some businesses are open, many are closed for inventory and a well-deserved rest. And when you are listening to this episode, perhaps the week of January the 6th, it is still a week of transition for many. For some of us, we're coming out of a habit and routine hangover. (laughs) We might have overdone it in some areas, maybe food and beverage area, and underdone it in other areas, let's say exercise. And might I say, this is absolutely normal. Similar to how alcohol creates a brain and body hangover, an overabundance of stuff can create these same hangover feelings. Not wanting to move, just wanting to put the covers over our heads and go back to sleep. It may be leftover food, treats, holiday decor to sort through and put away, gifts to express your gratitude for, but also to manage, general, clean, and resetting. All of this can have us feeling heavy and yes, overwhelmed. We also may have some holiday residue of should'ves, could'ves, shouldn't have eaten this, shouldn't have bought this, I should have visited this person, I shouldn't have said that at the Christmas dinner. It's all in the mix of clutter and overwhelm. So let's just take a moment here and acknowledge these thoughts and feelings. Perfectly normal, first world problems, some of them, but they still need to be acknowledged and processed. No wonder many of us feel like we need to rest or at least reset. So how do we come out of this holiday habit hangover? First, let's uncover some areas that we may have overdone it 
And in fact, these just don't apply to the holidays, but you will notice that these areas are potential hotspots for overdoing it any time of the year. And this list is in no way exhaustive. So here are some habit areas that I may have overdone it over the holidays, or at least my habits changed around these areas. Coffee, alcohol, sugar, Netflix, sleep, exercise, cleaning, decluttering, and managing stuff, socializing, traveling, meditating, meal preparation and planning, shopping, social media, reading. Again, not an exhaustive list, but the areas that I noticed either, again, I had overdone it or underdone it or just changed because it is the holiday season. So taking a few moments now and contemplating areas in your day that perhaps changed over the holidays. Again, not always for the worst. I think that our brain tends to go to what did I do wrong? What was not good? Because even as habits and routines shift, they just open us up sometimes to do things differently. You might have slept more or read more or traveled less this holiday season. So just noticing what changed gives you more power and information moving into 2024. Next, after you have an idea of some of the things, maybe some things popped right into your mind right away, or maybe you took a moment and, and wrote some things down. Now apply some mindfulness in the midst of your next habit, right? It might be something that you do soon as you finish listening to this podcast episode, or there might be a habit that really, as you were contemplating, that you really want to change. So you're just going to be aware, to be awake, to be curious about the concept of how much is enough in this particular habit. What and when am I feeling satisfied and content? Let's take coffee as an example. The perfect amount gives me a nice energy hit, nice kind of dopamine hit, especially on that first sip enjoyment throughout the cup or two, leaving me feeling a little bit more awake and energized for the day. However, <laughs> if I have more than two cups, even by half a cup, the last few sips taste like motor oil, but I don't want to waste it. So I still take those <laughs> next few sips. I can get a caffeine drop a couple of hours later, or even have trouble sleeping at night. Or, here's the kicker, I may get away with it, which can be really confusing, especially to a habit and routine person like myself. Now, one of my friends has said to me on more than one occasion when I have been on holidays, or, and again, this happens over the, the holidays because we're sitting around a little bit more, socializing a little bit more, and she'll say, well, if you, think that you're going to have a bad night's sleep because you had that extra coffee, the chances are you probably are. You're setting yourself up for that. And yeah, I don't argue with that. I think that's just kind of an interesting part of this whole kind of mindfulness and analysis. 
At the same time, I know that more often when I drink more coffee that the bad scenarios do come up. So when is enough enough for my coffee? Feeling satisfied and wanting more the next day. You can literally apply this to each and every habit that you have. We can overdo it with every habit, even the good habits. We can actually drink too much water and feel bloated and if we have certain health conditions around our heart and our kidneys or we're putting, for example, too much lemon in our water, too much of a good thing sometimes, or we're sitting and scrolling through social media for so long that it's sucking the time away from our walk or our journaling time. So while you're cleaning your house, scrolling through social media or even walking on the treadmill, you get to decide when is enough enough. And it is truly an exploration. Now I love the 80-20 rule from an Ayurvedic perspective, okay, and this is around actually eating and digestion. There is a principle around eating until you are 80% full, that you are leaving enough room to digest your food and enough time actually so that you can sit notice, be grateful for the experience, right? And that time again for your body to be able to literally metabolize and absorb and, and it's a mind-body mindfulness experience. And to leave the table wanting more, not in that moment, but the next time you eat. Now let's apply this to our social media feed, pun intended. Honestly, this is why I love doing these these uh, podcast episodes and my podcast in general, I actually had not made the connection between the social media feed and that connection to Ayurveda from an 80-20 digestion standpoint. So as you scroll through Facebook or Pinterest, just long enough that your back is not sore from sitting, Notice when you feel energized and not deflated and wanting to come back for a little more a little later on. And that you have that time to process the gems that you just experienced, just like you're absorbing vitamins and minerals. It could be an uplifting quote that you just came across and you're going to read it a couple of times to an awesome Christmas decor storage solution. And so this time of literally slowing down, not filling right to the brim and coming back for more a little later on. So number one is just noticing what are your habits during the day and your routines during the day. Number two, being mindful of what does it feel like when you are full? What does it feel like in a positive way when you say enough is enough? Number three is setting a level, setting a limit, setting a timer. Notice how long you want to sit, how much time you want to allot to anything from, again, decluttering to cleaning and noticing that amount of time that just feels right. And I know it's going to feel different on different days, but this is a process. 
And you might even notice the habits that will just naturally kind of habit stack together, especially as you are assigning a limit or a time. Now I know limit sounds very constricting, especially over the holiday time. You're like, oh, but I love spending, I finally had time to spend that time on, on Pinterest or to declutter this area of my house. And that's all good as well, no question. It's being mindful and knowing that you made a decision to spend more time, you know, watching movies, being on Netflix, um, scrolling through social media. When we make a conscious effort, then that's a totally different situation than we are mindlessly going through these habits and routines. Now, you might notice those opportunities to habit stack right? Especially those habits that you are enjoying with those habits that are a little bit more challenging. So you might scroll Pinterest or, or social media or watch a movie. You might do that and then say, and then I'm going to do some exercise, a dance party for three minutes. Now you might love dance parties or you might say, I don't really think about doing them. I don't really feel like moving. I'd rather not. But if you tie it to what I call it is kind of a a, well, it's a habit stack for sure, but it's doing things that are easier for you, stacking them with something that it might not be a habit yet or is a little bit more challenging. And often we forget, we do this one day and we go, wow, that was just a great habit combination. So if we tend to forget, then I would just suggest writing it down. Write it in a notebook on your calendar and your planner. And soon they do become ingrained. They do end up getting combined together, kind of like brushing our teeth and flossing our teeth. So it just becomes a beautiful pairing. So to recap, number one, notice the habits and routines that span your day. Think about them as habits, because if you think about them as habits, you've got a lot of power to change them and play with them. Number two, be mindful in each habit from coffee to cleaning to Netflix to quilting. When do you feel satisfied? When is enough enough for this particular habit or this particular experience? Number three, play with using a timer or setting some limits like two cups of coffee <laughs> or a certain amount of time that you want to do something and really yeah reward yourself for that when that happens again that gives us so much power just enough to be satisfied just enough to satisfy your sweet tooth or your creativity craving or your need for order this approach can decrease your overwhelm by creating space in your day giving you more control over your time and more control over where your energy is going I know that as I feel more enoughness, I feel less overwhelmed. This is an ongoing process for me, but calling it out and identifying your enoughness is actually kind of fun and can ultimately lead again to less and less overwhelm and more feelings of ease and contentment. So easy breath in, long breath out big hugs. Have fun playing with your enoughness this week. And yes, I am enough. You are enough. And it's so much fun to play. 
Talk to you next week. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years, or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.